Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me again today. I want to start off by reading a scripture that you're probably very familiar with. It is Ephesians 6 and 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Now, that chapter or that uh, topic about the armor of God actually starts in Ephesians 6.10 and goes on to Ephesians 6.20. But this portion that I read, to stand or having done all to stand, gives you the impression that you prepare yourself, put on the armor of God, and then stand there. Well, that's not the case. We have a job to do. We need to pray, and we'll talk about that. Now, I'm going to read the whole section that deals with standing, or I should say, putting on the armor of God and standing. Ephesians 6.10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to, unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now, of course, that is the Apostle Paul giving us instructions about the armor of God and standing. Let's analyze what we just read. First of all, finally, my brethren. Brethren means Christian brothers and sisters. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is a statement or a declaration, and it means be strong because of the Lord. The Lord is strong. And then operate in his power, the power of his might. Now, the first question we have is how? How do we operate in his power and in his might? And we then see that the next part says, put on the whole 
armor of God. Now, why? That you be able to stand, stay on your feet in the battle, that you'd be able to fight. If you're not on your feet, if you're knocked down, or if you succumb to the first blow, then you're not in the battle anymore. So we then go on, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now remember, this, he's not talking about people here. He's talking about the devil. He's talking about evil principalities, evil powers. So our war is not against people. It's what behind the what is behind the evil deeds that the people are doing. Then he restates the declaration, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now focus in first on able to withstand. So that again is saying able to stand, able to withstand the fiery darts and all the activities of the enemy and still remain standing. And then you have to ask yourself when, and it's in the, the evil day. So that's when you're in a battle with the enemy. Now we're going to find out that you're in the battle with the enemy quite a bit. In fact, some would say all the time. From what we just read, we know that the idea is that we have to stand in order to fight. Next, we would say how to stand. How do we stand? So, starting at Ephesians 6.14, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and, verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, having your loins girt about with truth. That means knowing the word. The word is the truth. And that means studying the word of God and asking God for revelation. In other words, gaining an understanding of what the Bible says and that is the truth, and you girt that about your loins. Now, girding, you actually put it on with a purpose. You're going to fight a battle, so you're girding your loins, getting ready to use the Word of God. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. That means knowing where you stand with God. You have been made righteous. That means right standing with God, and you need to stand in the security of that. And your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You walk in the good news of the gospel of peace. We minister according to the gospel, and we battle according to the gospel. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, above all, that means it is a priority. And it's actually the first priority of three in this case. Faith shields you from the weapons of the enemy. Faith is God's promises or faith in God's promises or just believing God for what he says in his word. 
The second priority is you put on the helmet to protect your head, protect your mind, confident in your salvation, who you belong to, whose army you're in, who your father is. And then another priority, grab your weapon, the sword, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, up to this point, we have been talking about standing. At this point in reading these scriptures, we are able to stand and, importantly, to keep on standing for battle. Now, what are we standing for? So, we're going to go into the next section, which kind of gives us the reason for why we're standing and now what we're supposed to be doing after we've learned to be stable in battle. Now, people kind of stop with the position that they are standing for the Lord and that the Lord will fight your battle, which he will. He really does fight the battle. But it's as if we stop here and just hold everything, hold the sword in the air and our shield up, and we're ready for something, but we've missed the point. We are preparing to be ready for something, that's true, but we also enter into the battle. And that's what we're doing in Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, here's where we are entering into the battle. We're praying, always using all forms of prayer, praying in your understanding or praying in the Spirit, praising God or prayers of intercession and healing, and supplication in the Spirit. Supplication means you pray with entreaty, uh, earnestness, making declarations based on God's Word while being led by the Spirit of God, being watchful for all the saints, praying for the body of Christ, covering them in prayer from the enemy, protecting them. In summary, we prepare for battle by putting on the armor of God and learning and training in order to remain standing in the fight. But also, before, during, and after the battle, you pray, using everything that you've learned on how to use the weapons at your disposal. Today we're going to pray about understanding what standing means, and putting on the armor of God and what does each element of the armor of God mean, and how are we to gain revelation or inspiration from the understanding of those elements? And then probably most important of all is to understand that we need to do something. We need to pray. So with that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today for revelation on your word. In Ephesians 6.10, you talk about being strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. Lord, we need revelation on that. We understand 
as we read the words that you are strong, that's a given, and that you have power. But we need revelation on the depth of that, the understanding of how to use that. And then you say, put on the whole armor of God. And Father, your elements are logical. And as we read them, they do make sense. But we need to understand the deeper meaning regarding the helmet of salvation and the belt of truth and the other elements of the armor. Father, we also have to remember that it's your armor. Put on the armor of God. Father, in all of this, we know that we have a purpose in the battle. We know that we are not meant just to put the armor on, that we are in a battle and that we must learn to be safe and be able to stand and withstand the blows of the enemy. But we now know that we must go beyond that. And our prayer life has to be that of a warrior, a soldier. And some of us, Lord, have never prayed that way. So, Lord, we need a supernatural understanding through your word of how to pray, how to declare, how to come against the enemy and push him back to protect not only ourselves and our families and our homes and our nations, but Christians around the world. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you even now to begin now and show us the inner meaning of this portion of the Bible. Thank you, Father, in advance. We rejoice in the fact that you will teach us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone. I hope you all had a chance to learn something today. Please remember that it is important as Christians not only to be prepared for the battle, but to engage in the battle. The Lord is working against the enemy, and we are his army. So I encourage you to meditate on what we've read today. Let the Lord speak to your heart. Know that you are a good soldier. You are of a chosen people, and the Lord depends upon us to be in his army. Thank you again. God bless you all. I pray for you all. And please pray for me and my family and my country, which is the United States. We need your prayers now. Thank you so much. God bless you. And see you next time.